Slim Shady, yes, I'm the real Shady. All you other Slim Shadies are just imitating, so won't the real Slim Shady please stand up? Please stand up. Please stand up. Cause I'm Ben Kenobi, yes, I'm the real Kenobi. All you other Ben Kenobis don't even know me's. Well, hello there. Welcome to the Intergalactic Boombox. Just sounded like I dropped a deuce. I was just reading a list the other day. Cities with the fastest growing populations, and out of the top 15, there's like three or four entries that are all Texas. And I'm from Dallas. Dallas is like number seven. But the top of the list is Austin. You know, you had Joe Rogan there, you had Adam Curry go there, and all these people in Austin are like, go away, all you people from other states. You're ruining the cost of living here. So everyone moving from expensive California and other pricey states go to Texas because it cost half as much. But now the real estate price is shooting through the roof. So now even if you wanted to move to Texas, it's probably not going to cost you any less anymore. Now, how do we get the California cost of living down? Do we have to nominate another actor for governor? Dwayne The Rock Johnson, I'm looking at you. I can smell what you're cooking. Set cats. Sat cats. We're talking about the cats who throw sats at me on Podcasting 2.0 apps. The awesome sauce Dave Jones, co-host of the Podcasting 2.0 show, says, Hey, Kyle, episode 12 was great. Sure you can. Send me 2,070 sats sent using CurioCaster. Drev Scott, go podcasting. Boost. 10,784 sats sent using Podfriend. Drev sent another 10,413 sats using Podfriend. Probably because I keep on saying links in the show notes. Links in the show notes. If you want to know what sats are and all that, just check the... Links in the show notes. Yeah, check the links in the show notes. You'll learn about value for value. Newpodcastapps.com. Podcasting is evolving. All right, what comic, book, or manga should never become a movie or a TV series? Dave Jones from Podcasting 2.0 says... Hey, Kyle, two comics that I hope Hollywood never gets their hands on would be Chrononauts and Tokyo Ghost. The first is written by Mark Millar, and Tokyo Ghost is written by Rick Remender. But what makes them both so amazing is that Sean Gordon Murphy is the excellent illustrator in both of those. And to try to replicate what he drew on the screen would just take away from the whole thing of what they are. They, they really, you can't separate the story or the feel or anything of those works from his artwork. And to put it on the big screen would just rob it of, of part of what it is. So I hope nobody ever tries that, even though the stories themselves are quite amazing. Anyway, I love the show, love Intergalactic Boombox, and I will definitely be sending you some boosts. Boost! Boost, baby, boost, baby, boost. And on the Discord, discord.gg slash Kyle Abair. Kagato in New Zealand says, Dragon Ball Evolution. Oh, wait, they already made that. <laughs> Maybe Slayers? Slayers next? Slayers try? Costa 81 says the Star Wars Darth Bane book trilogy. I used to think I wanted the heir to the Empire, Timothy Zahn trilogy, to be a movie because it just was a uh, very cinematic writing and everything. But then again, you know, Grand Admiral Thrawn has shown up in Clone Wars and all that. So it's like we're already kind of getting like a bastardized version of it. Right. New question of the week. What old cell phone do you miss? Everyone's probably had multiple cell phones ever since. They got their first cell phone. 
I don't even remember my first one. It might have been in like a Nokia or something. But a cell phone that I totally miss was one that I had for years, the T-Mobile Sidekick. Remember this thing? The screen would like flip out and then the keyboard was hidden underneath the screen so you could just type with the with the two thumbs and all that. And then uh, another one was the Samsung Matrix phone, limited edition. It was a tie-in to the second Matrix movie. I ended up finding it on eBay. It was supposed to be like a Best Buy special edition and I went to Best Buy every week and it was was never there anyway it had a couple of sound effects on there but a black and green screen like the graphics in the movie there's no keyboard this was before smartphones so it's very much a dumb phone and it's kind of small and it's kind of flimsy but it popped open kind of like neo's phone and i admit i like showing it off do you miss an old dumb phone did you have one of those big mid-80s bricks you held to your head this blasting radiation into your brain did you rock a Motorola Razor? I want to know. Give me a make and a model. Leave a voicemail on the pod page. Link in the show notes. As usual, we'll slap those answers on next week's episode. Excelsior! He may no longer be with us, but that doesn't stop him from appearing at comic conventions. Stan Lee lookalike Dan Lee, a.k.a. Dan Gruden from Florida, makes photo op appearances. He's 73 and apparently gets quite a crowd all riled up in no time. Dan Lee says, quote, This all started about two and a half years ago while I was working part time at Disney. That's an awful Stan Lee impression. It sounds more like Popeye. But anyway, guests started coming up to me saying I look like Stan Lee. Then someone did a TikTok on me, and it went viral. Do you ever wonder how many people pining for a selfie knows that he isn't Stan Lee? Or are they just that impressed that someone looks a lot like Stan Lee? Dan Lee has even been a guest at celebrity lookalike conventions. At least there's a heads up at cons that autographs and pictures aren't free. I mean, he's got to be doing better than the costume beggars on Hollywood Boulevard that are dying to pose with you and then hit you up for money. You know, like Bag Lady, Black Widow, Captain Morgan, Jack Sparrow. Party City Darth Vader? Dad Bod Superman? Oh, Scar Joe. Seems like wherever you go, controversy follows. I'd call Black Widow a, another surefire hit for Marvel and Disney. Yeah? Many people flocked to the theaters. Many people coughed up $30 to watch it on Disney+. Plus. But Scarlett Johansson filed a lawsuit in L.A. Superior Court claiming a breach of contract that her salary is based in large part on the box office performance of the film. Lawsuit also says, quote, Disney intentionally induced Marvel's breach of the agreement without justification in order to prevent Mrs. Johansson from realizing the full benefit of her bargain with Marvel. Listen here, Natasha, you already earned $20 million, plus you stand to earn additional compensation from the Disney Plus Premier Access. Stop being drama llama. Dwayne Johnson said he ain't going to be suing Disney over the simultaneous release of Jungle Cruise. And Dave Bautista said, told him they should have made a Drax movie, but no. The pandemic has like forced the hand of many studios. Not a lot of people feel safe going to theaters. And honestly, it's cheaper to pay $30 and stay home. And, you know, safer. Do you agree with me? If so, you're in our podcasting 2.0 app. Hit boost. Thank you. It's addicting, isn't it? Ready for a Ready Player One world owned by Facebook? Mark Zuckerberg thinks Meta is better. He wants Facebook to pivot from social media into becoming a full-on metaverse, a virtual world for all of us to work and play and live in. Digital goods, like with games where avatars, etc., are transportable across experiences. He wants to manufacture affordable headsets and thinks the company will profit from advertising and commerce within this metaverse. Facebook already owns Oculus, so where is VR leading us? Oh, I think I know who this is. 
West of the Rockies, you are on the air. Is this the Instamatic Moon Rocks? Intergalactic Boombox. Say it with me. Intergalactic Boombox. Ah, Conspiracy here. Hi, Ken. You know what? Faceplant is more machine now than man. Twisted and evil. True facts. Truth? You can't handle the truth, Art Bell. Muck Twitterborg is a robot. A robot? A robot. Ken, I'm not Art Bell. What are you, on dope? No, 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 I'm a big fan of Art Bell, but he passed away a few years ago. Oh, rest assured, the alien globalist agenda will resurrect him in the metaverse. Ken, you really gotta lay off the espresso. Quiet, sweetheart, the grown-ups are talking. What? We don't need a metaverse. We need a fediverse. You know why? Because cheese makes the world go around. Unless you're lactose intolerant. At that point, you're just plain zocked. <laughs> that was pretty good, actually. I've been voice acting ever since 2000, and a lot of people ask, what is it like when you record anime? And ever since the pandemic started, the voice acting industry is actually one of the few that actually thrived. Talent had to upgrade their home studios to broadcast quality so they can record remotely. I happen to be in an acoustically treated walk-in closet. Glamorous, right? But a lot of people also invested tons of money in uh, recording booths. But a closet that is fully stuffed with closet things, you know, boxes, quilts, pillows, clothes, that does wonders for sound absorption, which you absolutely need. My toys ain't cheap. The microphone you're hearing me on is a Neumann TLM-103, and the preamp is a Universal Audio Apollo Twin X connected to my Mac. And for my recording software, I use Adobe Audition. But the industry standard is Pro Tools, which goes way over my head. Some people stick with freeware, like Audacity. But yeah, back to recording sessions from home. So we use programs like Source Connect or Session Link Pro. Meanwhile, studios or other home setups that the engineers are at can connect with the actors online. And with anime, we're watching for the lip sync over video, so we use Skype or Zoom to watch for the lip sync. And the engineer records the session on their end, and sometimes the actor is asked to record a backup on their end. And uh, we'll typically get a script by email. There's no rehearsal, there's no studying of the episodes ahead of time. We depend on the director to give us context. A quick summary of the plot, what's happening in the scene or character is in. The script is broken down numerically, and we record one line at a time in order. If we have more than one character to record, we just do one character at a time. Usually the main character first, and then like Ninja A or Monster B or Man C after that. And we can crank through like 50 or more lines an hour. Lines or reactions. You know, all the, huh? Uh. But with the scripts, there's, there's no rehearsal. It's basically cold reading. The script notes the time code for the video so the engineer can queue up to the exact time frame, the hours, the minutes, seconds, milliseconds, and frame. There's 30 frames of second per video. So, yeah, there's a lot of math involved, but the computer does most of the work. But the engineers are the real heroes, my friends. They make us sound good. The time code is burnt into the video file, which is usually like a quick time video file. And with a Pro Tools recording session, the engineer can queue things up and have the beeps. The beeps is like a starting gun for the actor. It's three beeps. And where the fourth beep would be, that is where the actor starts their line. We preview the footage uh, with the line in Japanese for reference so we can get how loud or soft, see what the original context was for the scene. Uh, hey, Professor, I got a question. Yeah, Gitz, what's up? What does MNS stand for on the script? Oh, that's a good question. Yeah, yeah, scripts have uh, little things that uh, stand for other things. So MNS, that stands for mouth not seen. Oh, I thought that was something my sister gets every month. I'm like, don't kill me. Here, have a Snickers bar. Anyway, MNS basically 
basically means there's no lip sync to worry about. And the actor loves that. You know, if a character has a mask on or they're not facing the camera or it's just basically voiceover. So you don't see the character talking, but we still get three beeps. So you know when to start. I'm acting. Yeah. Don't quit your day job, Gits. Okay. What is your day job? Oh, uh, you know, you know, just coming in unannounced when you're doing your podcast. Well, sir, you are a professional at that. So, like, voice acting is just like coming into the room and talking into a mic, right? I mean, anyone can do that. Yeah, oh, sure. You know, if you're a celebrity like Chris Rock, you know, I walk in the booth and I'll make a million dollars. And like, yeah, because you're Chris Rock. Not everyone has that celebrity status. So, uh, the voice actor, it's, it's more about acting. That is the foundation everything is, is built on. Not doing voices. This coming from the guy who has tons of voices on his podcast and voice acting. But anyway. So how do I become a voice actor? Well, first of all, Gitz, you don't. Anyone else wanting to become a voice actor, take acting classes, acting experience, get training, work with coaches one-on-one or, you know, online with Skype and and Zoom and all that. A lot of uh, voice or acting coaches are doing their teaching remotely. So this is a great time to work on that. You got to have some raw talent, but uh, you got to hone those skills too. And it doesn't happen quickly or cheaply. You got to invest in your future. Just like, you know, people go to medical school to train to be a doctor or go to law school to become a lawyer. It's the same with acting. You got to invest in the craft, invest in classes, invest in equipment, a lot of time, a lot of blood, sweat, and tears, a lot of networking, and a whole lot of luck, too. I recommend going to a site called IWantToBeAVoiceActor.com. It's got great breakdowns with advice and info and tips. So when people just kind of forget that Google is a thing and they're like, I want to be a voice actor, that's the direction I point them to, IWantToBeAVoiceActor.com. If you can't remember that, links in the show notes. Thank you, Gits. It's kind of my job. That's all the time we got for this week's episode. Follow at BoomboxPod on Twitter for the latest updates. And keep an eye out for KyleAbear.com. I'm relaunching my website soon so you can access all the episodes of the podcast. I'll have an appearance page that shows all the cons I'm going to this year. Meanwhile, stay hydrated. Take care of yourselves, physically and mentally. Until next time, I'll see you on the flippity-flappity.